Would you like to strengthen your marriage, encourage your children, and grow your family relationships? Join author and international evangelist Sammy Tippett as he ignites the flame in your heart for your family. David, I'm glad that you're here this week. And, well, and, thank uh, you, Sammy. And we're just uh, looking forward to this. And- well, and you guys continue to, uh, to cover the world with, uh, with ministry and the love of Jesus. And this is, this is interesting because we have these scheduled taping times, and it's <laughs> also time for us to catch up a little bit. But we're, we're just excited to be here. And, and, you know, one of the things that, you know, we're, we're, oh, it'd be good for us to talk about memories and how to build memories and what are some of the memories we've experienced in our, in our families that, uh, you know, both spiritual, practical, yeah. what, whatever. And uh, mm-hmm. so, I, uh, you know, I... I'm getting old and I forget things. And, you know, I know you just had a birthday <laughs> and uh, here recently, but uh, uh, um, what are, what are some of the things that let me, you guys come from a real strong Christian heritage or you do anyway, David, yeah. I know. And, and, and yeah. what, what are some of the memories that, that, that you recall? Or, well, I, you know, I do, I, I do have some as a, as a child growing up of just a, a real godly grandmother, my, my mother's mother who had a difficult marriage, but um, she was a very brilliant lady. She was uh, she had a degree in chemistry and something else, kind of a double major from a, uh, a university. And, uh, you know, a lot of, lot of potential in her life early on. She married, and it was, it was a difficult marriage. And yet, in the, in the process of all that, she just continued to grow and flourish. And, and this was in Mississippi, in Jackson. Mm-hmm. Mississippi, and she would come to see us. We lived in Longview, up in East Texas, and she would. Uh, she was just such a praying woman, little lady. But I remember Sammy going to drifting off to sleep a number of nights when she'd be there in our home, um, and she would be in the bathroom that I shared with my sisters, kneeling down on a hard linoleum kind of floor, mm-hmm. tile kind of floor, no rug with her little elbows up in a, up in a chair and just, um, it, it wasn't a whispered prayer. Mm-hmm. You know, she would just, it's like she was talking to the Lord who was in the room, pleading with the Lord, reasoning with the Lord, uh, calling, I'd hear my name being called out I'd hear, and I'd hear her crying, you know, just, mm-hmm. it, it was, it was so natural, but it was, it was beyond, what a child, I mean, who's she talking with? She's talking to the Lord. I had enough that, but, but he seemed so real to her. Mm-hmm. And I think my two sisters and I remember, remember that very, very we called her Mama, hmm. and, and she, she prayed and she would not stop praying at just, my mother would fill in these gaps later on that she wouldn't just pray that we would grow up and we'd come to know Jesus as Savior and we'd go to church and we'd be nice people. She she would pray the fire of God would burn in our hearts that we'd, you know, long for him, love, we'd be champions for Christ. You know, she just was looking on out in the future and we were little, you know, little bitty, cranky, ornery little guys. So. You know, that's really interesting. You know, I've, I've been working, and we'll be talking about it in the next few weeks, but on this thing, Praying for Your Family, this yeah. initiative that we're going to launch. But as I've started sharing that with people, one of the most interesting things to me is that people's response immediately is, if they come from a Christian background, is, oh, well, let me tell you about my dad. Yeah. Brian Kendricks, you know Brian. Yeah. He told me, he says, I, as kids growing up, mm-hmm. that, that one of his deepest memories mm-hmm. was that there was a certain time in mm-hmm. the evening that you didn't go into 
mm-hmm. mom and dad's bedroom. They'd be running and playing with kids, yeah. you know. But there was a certain time because they would be down there praying Good, on their knees. And he never forgot that. Yeah. And, you know, Brian, just he's a CPA, but yeah. godly man. And, uh, and it's, it's interesting how just seeing that progress in the lives of our parents or grandparents yeah. What kind of impact that makes on us? You know, the other night uh, on my birthday night, uh, they had asked me, you know, what what do you want to do? So, so I want to go get Mexican food, mm-hmm. and then we would go out to the new Bass Pro Shop and walk around in this this outdoor kind of place. But on the way out there, our our oldest daughter Abby and Evan, our our eighteen year old, soon to be eighteen year old son, we listened to them talking about things that they remembered out of their mm-hmm. childhood. And usually it had to do with some dumb something I had done, some frustrating <laughs> point, you know, and I acted like an idiot. But I, I think in the light of, in the light of that, you know, what, what do we sense that our kids remember? And, and it can be, it was not all this, and I, don't, I hope this doesn't get us thrown off the program, but I, I don't know that it's all supposed to be just super spiritual mm-hmm. stuff. You know, that, that they were, my grandmother was praying or, you know, we had Bible studies, you know, every morning at six. But some of what makes a home good and that kids want to return to, I think, is just there were parts that were so enjoyable that were We had We a had a time, I can remember us growing up, my dad, uh, we were transferred from <clears throat> uh, Texas, Louisiana later, but we had a place where my dad and uh, and sister, his sisters and us built by him. It, mm. We'd probably call it a, we called it the cabin. It was on yeah, a body of cabin water. Yeah, cabin was a real nice, I've seen pictures But it looked like, it. I mean, it had a tin roof, woods, uh, the kids slept out in the, on the, uh, what do you call it? Porch, porch with yeah, a screened in, yeah. row of beds. Yeah. But we'd go down there almost every, a lot of weekends, and we'd spend the summer down there with our cousins. Uh-huh. And I can just remember as a family that mm-hmm. we were together. I mean, we, we would play, we'd laugh. Those are some memories that I had. Yeah. And that has transferred over, transferred over with our kids. There are mm-hmm. times that, in fact, we were with our daughter and son-in-law last night, and um she, we were laughing about talking about vacation. She said one of the most fun vacations we had. We were at a beach and just together, just being together, just playing mm. together and interacting. And yeah. and so you turn it over the sailboat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she never forgot that. And we, we uh, um, she said we we were in one of these little sailboats, and I was learning, you know, and there's a little skill to that. Uh-huh. I mean, I'd never done it before, and uh, so she says, I don't want to get on it. Until you for sure will not turn that thing over. So, so I said, you took me out. So I took Tex and I, <laughs> so Tex and I went out, and uh, and I got it to where okay, I've got this thing down. So Renee comes out, gets on it, we get out in deep waters, and the first thing I do is flip that sailboat. <laughs> She's never forgotten that. She laughed. <laughs> I said, Shirley has in growing up. Y'all had some great times like that going mm-hmm. to New Mexico. I think it is real important for a family to really have an identity, mm-hmm. to leave a legacy. You need to have a family identity. You need to do things together in one um, form or fashion. As a child, uh, I have a father that just loved uh, loved parties, loved spontaneity, <laughs> and we were being transferred. He worked in the oil. My father was a petroleum engineer, and we were getting our house ready to sell and then so we could move to Houston. And uh, we got this call at school that we needed to come home. When we got home, there was this giant water pistol war <laughs> of all the, you know, the, we were supposed to, they were supposed to be painting the house, but we got into this big um, water pistol fight. And, hmm. and, you know, we all go back to that. When mm-hmm. we get together, we go back to that memory. But, you know, one of the things I think is real 
helpful in memories is a picture's worth a thousand words. And mm-hmm. all of us remember things better when there's a picture of it. And so yeah. having a camera around is That's really good idea. because, it, you know, I know that the things my brothers and sister and I talk about from our childhood, so many times there's a picture of about that same time that'll spark, you know, oh yeah, remember when this happened or whatever. So. Well, yeah, and then the camcorder deal, when we yeah. you suddenly began to have something, you could yes. have the, the video and the audio. It just yeah. makes stuff come alive. And I, Shirley, you know, is, is, is Miss Frugal and she's, you know, very conscientious about where every dime goes. And But I just, in my heart, there are times when I said we got to get that because if we if we if and one of them was this camcorder. Yeah, it was deal. the dinosaur. I mean, it, it was the original yeah. camcorder. Looked like a suitcase that you, you know, put on your really on your shoulder. Kind of but but I tell you, we can go back and play that when our little guys are this size and what they say and how they say and they our kids nearly grown will come back and when we've got an evening just together they'll they'll want us to pull out those old mm-hmm. those old videos and and watch themselves and watch each other you, you know what i did for christmas uh what a couple years ago oh yeah uh, i i made for texas parents a, a dvd mm-hmm. uh of and i took each child from birth and old pictures from birth to today and marriage and everything, and then I took the whole family as a group and made a DVD sort of with music behind it and kind of fun music and gave to them. And I think probably mm. they appreciated yeah, sure. that more than anything that we've ever done. Of course, it took a lot of time for me to do that. Not everybody has that kind of expertise, but uh, and I don't have a lot of expertise. Uh, in it, but yeah. but you know that 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 really meant something. I'll tell you something that um, I have. Uh, started doing and of course we've been traveling and gone a lot and uh, we we got back just a few weeks ago and and I told Dave our son I wanted to start this but on Tuesdays I pick up a different granddaughter each Tuesday afternoon and I take off early from work we have two granddaughters two granddaughters and so one Tuesday I pick up one one Mm -hmm. Tuesday I pick up the other Mm -hmm. and I just go out and do something fun with them Mm -hmm. go get a ice cream go to a park, and uh, in fact, yesterday we went to uh, uh, we went to the Bass Pro Shop. Yeah, yeah. It's a new thing. It's almost like a museum in there, yeah. you know, with all the animals and things. And we went and looked and at all the different animals, and she would touch and pet mm-hmm. the animals. And then we went and looked; they have fish there, and yeah. and so it was, it was like going to a, a stuffed zoo. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. The animals. You can Nothing pet. can bite you. You can pet it. Yeah, and uh, so that's so right. we did that, and and you know, just kind of uh, having time. You know, of course, we're gone, and I can't do that all the time. But but when I am in, you know, I, I said, you know, I want I want to have that's some time with these these girls and 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 build some memories early on in their lives. Go yeah. ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I think that that there is, it's that we we are we are multifaceted human beings mm-hmm. you know we're, we're not just spiritual and we're not just physical and we're not just emotional we're multifaceted and, and i believe when the lord comes to give us that abundant life when he moves in to take take over a family take over a person the abundance of life is going to be reflected in all the different areas and mm-hmm. dimensions of our life not just church attendance not just bible study but mm-hmm. but all kinds of stuff and and I think that we really are supposed to look for ways to have fun, to, to be able to play with, with our families. I, um, I just really do. I, I think that I can, I've been able to, at times, have a better relationship with, with our kids 
if I've taken them hunting with me or I've mm-hmm. taken them with, you know, we've been able to do something, do something fun, play together. And I would just really want to say that to the, to the moms and dads out there. It can seem like, well, that's just not spiritual or that's, how's that really contributing to godliness in their lives? I had an old preacher, his name was Fred Swank, uh, mm-hmm. pastored the Sagamore Hill Baptist Church for 43 years and 10 months, the same mm-hmm. church in Fort Worth, Texas, pastored a number of seminary students over, over the years. But he he told me one day he he said he said I have never led anybody to Christ that wasn't my friend, hmm. and I, and I, he would preach to many you know that sort of thing. But but as far as and a he was personal, a huge soul winner too. Yeah, I mean you know, just a great. Like that, yeah, yeah. I mean he had, but, but he said I never. People. He said I never led anybody to Christ who wasn't first my friend, hmm. and so he would play <clears> golf with them, or he'd go fishing with them, or he'd go whatever. And and in the context of that, that became the door for him to. Share Jesus, and I think there's a, there's a lesson in that for us mm-hmm. as parents. That, that yeah. and you know, a, along with that, um, I think that there are some things that are left with us that are uh, are hangovers. I my daughter gave me a, I think it was last year, Christmas present or birthday, some kind of present she gave me a book uh, on writing your memoirs, and this book had little what do you call it, things to do, to exercises to do. And one of the exercises was to think back to your earliest memory that just vividly as a child that stands out of something dramatic that happened. And, you know, and then you had to draw a map of it all. And, you know, wasn't it batting in your neighborhood? Right, in your neighborhood and Mm -hmm. so forth. And so, you know, kind of jogging your memory. And so Mm -hmm. I, I started thinking back. And I think the the first thing that came to me was when I was, my dad, the earliest memories I have of my dad, my dad was a great basketball player. And so early on, I learned to play basketball. Now, my dad became sick and then he, you know, then I really had not a lot to do with him. But before that, uh, you know, we played basketball together. So when I was in the fourth grade, normally in elementary school, the fifth and sixth graders only made the basketball team. But I made the basketball team in the fourth grade mm. and made first string because mm. my dad, you know, that was before he got sick and he was coaching mm-hmm. me and everything mm. and and um, got to be pretty good. And then I won most valuable player. And in the sixth grade, there was another guy who was, he and I tied for most valuable pl- player. And there was a lot of competitive spirit going on there. And the last day of school, uh, he came up to me and, uh, you know, he wanted to fight. You wanted fight and and uh, my dad had taught me now my dad never went to church my dad you know didn't follow the lord um mm. but my dad had taught me a principle that he had learned from his mother my praying grandmother mm. and that was son somebody hit you you turn the other cheek mm. and so here i was a little sixth grade kid and this guy comes and said come on let's fight and i said no i'm not gonna fight you he said oh you're chicken you know and everybody started gathering around and so he Bap, he hits me and knocks me down. And I get up off the ground and I go. I turn mother cheek and say, so he hits me again, knocks mm-hmm. me down. And I get up and I turn mother cheek and they all laugh and they walk away. Mm-hmm. I went home and I was, man, I was scared to death. Oh, man, I got this mm-hmm. kind of bruise on my cheek mm-hmm. and everything, you know. And uh, what's dad going to think? What, what are they going to say, you know? And I get home and, you know, maybe the only time I can remember, now he may mm-hmm. have said it more than this. But the time that I remember mm. him saying, son, I am so proud of you, mm. was that day when I came home and I turned my other cheek. Wow. And so it was, it was kind of interesting as I went back into my memories and started mm. stirring up something like that. It was a biblical principle 
that came out of really uh, that had been passed down to him from his mother, mm. and 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 passed on mm. to me, and uh, and and so you know I, I never forgot that, and I think that um, mm. I think probably memories are made with our children, especially about the things that are so important to them. We we think, oh, hey, we're going to make a memory. <laughs> we have something that, you know, really it, it is really neat to us, but to them, something yeah. that is in their world, and, and that's where memories are left. Is And you think about Jesus. I mean, that's our, yeah. we remember him because of what he did for us. And, uh, and there's a written record, yeah. too, of what, of, of, of what he did. How many times did we plan great birthday parties? You know, we did, or we would do things, think, boy, and then they may not, they may never remember their three-year-old <laughs> birthday party. Shirley was awesome at, at planning birthdays, and and that again is where the cameras can come back, mm-hmm. and pictures can come back for to for them for them to be reminded. I, I just think that it's it's just so important in the context of family that that we realize that our lives are are as Christian families are to be so much more than just one-dimensional. That it's it's not it all of our lives are to be about the Lord, but we're not going to be talking about Jesus every minute of every day with a three year old or a right. seven year old or a twelve year old, and and to somehow be able to enter their world and invite them into our world, and in the context of that, the joy of the Lord is is known, and we're able to freely talk about Him and pray, but it's, it doesn't have to be that we're working real hard at at. Uh, and, and you know, one thing that. I've found too with our kids, and of course we're. We're kind of way past the, that that time now, but one of the things the Lord put in my heart was that if, to discipline them, I could discipline them as much as I needed to without producing rebellion if I had spent time with them. Mm-hmm. If I hadn't spent time with them mm-hmm. and I had to discipline them, then then you know they would get all say say that again, Sam, because that's that's real important that you know, that principle. Love, we discipline in love, and love means that you've shown care, you've had the time, mm-hmm. and I could discipline my kids without producing rebellion in them mm-hmm. if I had spent time with them. Mm-hmm. But if I had not spent time with them, when I disciplined them, then, you know, I, I could tell a rebellious spirit would rise up in them. And it was it was because they didn't feel like I was doing it out of love, that I didn't mm-hmm. care about them. And you'd spent time doing what they wanted to do, right. too. And, 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 you know, I, I, I... Like playing dolls with Renee. Playing basketball with Dave was easy, but... Playing dolls with yeah. Renee was a little bit strange. It, it was. It was. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was hard. Of course, you have two girls. And, yeah. And, uh, yeah. And, 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 you know, for me, our daughter came second. Your daughters came first. But uh, that, that was harder for me mm. uh, because I had to get out of my comfort zone to do something with her. Uh, you know, that I, can, that I... Can you all ever remember something that you really planned that you thought this is going to be, I want them to remember this. And, and it was, and you worked hard at it and then you came away from it and, you know, five, 10 years later, they remembered it, you know? I think I can, you know, I think that, um, you know, they'll laugh about some of the, maybe, uh, we, we have Christmas Eve. We've tried Christmas Eve, all kind of different ways to Mm -hmm. have significance with our kids. And we have one video where, um, Evan 
I think that his activity in our Christmas Eve, we did a candlelight Christmas Eve service as a family. So Abby had learned from school reams of scripture. So she quotes, you know, all of Luke chapter two. And Katie dances around and sings something. And then Evan, I think his whole part in the the Christmas Eve program was to blow out our candles at the end of our service. You know, and he burned himself in the middle of it. And the kids watch this this video and they're just like, oh, mom. That's just so, you know, um, I don't know what they, what would be their word that they would use. I don't know. And they they say that was a little too strict, you know, of, of, of trying to implant into them the truth of um, <laughs> the Lord. But they still remember it. And, yeah. and to me, I think, I do yeah. believe uh, as a mom, there is that joy to get to think of things to do that um, will have significance in your kids' lives. Now, Sometimes I think I let the pressure of everybody else's ideas make me want to think I want this just perfect and I mm. want them all to look just perfect and stuff. And I got a little too uptight mm. in the doing of it. But uh, the the places where we can say this is significant, this is a significant day in your life, you know, because it's your birthday or uh, because it's a, a holiday, uh, that that's, that's neat to do. You know, people who know us know that we're not very traditional people. We didn't really, you know, we're maybe Texas, <laughs> but, but, uh, you know, pretty non-traditional. And by that, I mean, you know, we just more spontaneous and uh, you're more spontaneous, but we oh, joined the party. Fun. We joined the party. I love but, it. But you know, the, the interesting thing is our kids love traditions mm-hmm. and, and, uh, they, they like to have traditional things. And then mm-hmm. by traditions, it, May not be something that everybody else does, but a tradi- they want to establish traditions, mm-hmm. and they 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 let us know that pretty early on. We mm-hmm. like traditions. One one of the traditions we have is every year at right before Christmas we go to Louisiana, and they you know mm-hmm. we've got grandkids now. I mean, it used to be just the four of us. Now we got <laughs> I don't know how many nine. of us nine of us going mm-hmm. to Louisiana, and we pack to up every my, year. to see our, our family. <laughs> yeah, to see um, Texas family, my family, mm-hmm. who live back in Louisiana. And they 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 don't want to miss that. That's that's been. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've been doing that for twenty something years, mm-hmm. and uh, and and it's just a part of their life that that uh, they they don't want to forget and they want don't want to let go of. So and I think, think they're traditions. And one thing thing I think too, which you said, sometimes we might plan these big things, but it's a lot of times the little things mm-hmm. that they remember. I mean, just, I mean, I can think of a myriad of, but it, so it's interesting to me that it's the everyday living with them, like you said, that we took time to be with them and spend with them and love them. And, and, and I can remember that in my family, that it was just kind of the everyday things and there were the special things too, but that just living life yeah. as a family. And what become, let's say they may use the term traditions as adults, mm-hmm. but, but it's, it is the parts, the little parts of those events that have come together, Thanksgiving or Christmas. I mean, our kids will notice when something is missing from the traditional Christmas meal or we're, we're, mm-hmm. we're tweaking a little bit or something left out or we didn't get around to the sweet potatoes. My <laughs> <laughs> deal. I, uh, tell me, just don't give him any more brown sugar or orange juice. Or, but I, I get to mixing all that stuff in. And then Shirley does rolls. And all. Mm-hmm. But if there's any part of that that's, that's missing, they look back on it, and they and they they do remember. So, what well, the reason I was asking that question before is that even though we may not be able to point back to a particular something that they would say, yeah, I remember that, the influence of of some of those same things year after year 
they do notice, and we know they notice it because if something isn't the same, yeah. they and notice that. Mm-hmm. You know, they in, notice the difference. In our day, it's like an anchor. I think mm-hmm. that those places yeah. that there's a uniqueness about a family, and it may be the the untraditionalness of it, but it's a uniqueness of a family that can be an anchor for a, a grown child that's 30 and living in Boston mm-hmm. and wondering, you know, who am I in this world? And they can think, oh, yeah, I'm I'm the kid that, that gets to light the candles on Christmas Eve at my mom's mm-hmm. dinner or whatever. Those things... Those and I think the Lord knows the power, and that's why in the Old Testament, all the feasts, all the things that are that are spoken, they're not given to the synagogue, they're not given to the temple, they're given to the family because they can be anchors of faith into a life. Remember when we had Passover and Dad spilt mm-hmm. the stuff, or you know that 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 we go back to. It's a thing that reminds us of who we are and where we came from, but it and it gives us hope of where we're going. You know, I, I was thinking about, you know, and of course all this is stirring up memories in me, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, or things that we do. But um, every Christmas we have a um, cheese fondue. I mean, that's our, it's, it's, it's kind of because Renee was born in Switzerland when we were living there. And we were living in the mountains and we learned in uh, right near the little town called Gruyere. People have never heard of Gruyere except for Gruyere cheese. That's where mm-hmm. Gruyere cheese is made. Mm-hmm. And so we learned how, as the Swiss do originally from scratch, to make a delicious cheese fondue. So we have cheese fondue and it has been I felt sorry for every time we have a new member of the family <laughs> they, they get initiated they don't quite have that excitement we do to begin with they grow into it yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. And, the, and the little ones too you know but you know, this this cheese fondue that mm-hmm. we do and, and but that is really a big deal mm-hmm. what about ones that don't have that legacy or what about bad memories yeah. well and that how really do we deal is, with that you know as, as a as a <clears throat> pastor the the, the some of the toughest times for our people can be the Christmas, the holidays, the, the, the Thanksgiving, the, because it's a reminder of, of, the, of some of the darkest, toughest days. So every time Christmas comes up, it's not necessarily the warm memories of the smells, but it's, you know, it's drunken whatever that, that, can, that can go on. And that's, So how do we, Lord, you know, bring down those memories and raise up new memories? You know, I think it's um, the the thing of forgetting that which is behind us and pressing forward yeah. to the prize of the high mark of the calling of Christ Jesus, and 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 that we we I think looking forward we're going to build something. Mm-hmm. We 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 can't do anything about what's in the past, but we can do something about what's right. in the future. And I think that would be the thing I would say. But but I mean, you know, there's even not just bad memories, but. You, there are a lot of people who are hurting because they have good memories of a loved one who's gone. Right. And um, yeah. so, you know, uh, and that's where the, the only thing I know is that the, the comfort of Christ, mm. you know, Jesus. Will well, in the fellowship of the saints, yeah. you know, that, that's the deal. There's always something fresh and new and hopeful that somebody has got to say, if you're connected with, with the body of Christ. Um, but there can be a tendency to, to pull back or to be isolated from the body. But I, boy, we were designed to be connected, to be fitted together, broader than the, just ones with our same last name. I think about Christy, you know, Hobbs. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we, we had our own just a few weeks ago talking about Billy. And by the way, I would I would suggest that you go to our website and pe- pull up that. If you have someone who is a 
uh, who has lost a loved one during this season and, and you need something to minister to them, go to our archives and, and take the, the two uh, sessions that we have with Christy that I think you'll really be helpful. But Christy, one of the things Christy's done, she's, she's drawn when, after Billy was killed, she, her husband. She, which was her husband, and, and <clears throat> she has drawn close to the Lord, first of all. She's drawn close to her parents, her family, and, and, and her friends in church. I mean, she stayed involved with, with other people, and, and uh, she's had her tough times and still yeah. has them, but God's grace is there. But I think she's got that support first of all, from above, and then from, from those around her. Mm-hmm. One of the things I think we can see from the Old Testament in the way that the Lord set up the, the um, celebration of even Passover is not to think that you have to take your um, painful memories of the past and just like stuff them or we're going to start something new and happy here if you've been through a divorce or whatever. Uh, in the in the Passover, there's that there's so many elements of that that remind them of their place of slavery, and gives mm. them gratitude for the right now <clears throat> and the fact that the Lord is a redeemer. Mm-hmm. And if same thing for a loved one, sometimes I think when we get together, we think, oh, I don't want to bring up that person because I don't want to stir up something in in the one that's grieving. Part of a healthy grieving process is to be able to talk about the loss. Mm-hmm. And even with the divorce or whatever, to acknowledge the reality of the where we really are is a part of building a new memory and really starting a new chapter. That, that is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and it's, it's embracing your sorrows. Don't waste, you know, the, Bill Heimer's book, mm-hmm. Don't Waste Your Sorrows, um, which I don't know if it's still in print or now, but uh, it's in my library. But uh, the whole concept of is, is embrace your sorrows and realize that the hurts are there, that you're the person you are today because of those, and and let God make you in the midst of those sorrows. But but you know, good memories, bad memories, uh, establish memories. Mm. especially for our children. I think for us to start establishing memories. And I, I want to just encourage you as we come to a close here to um, build memories into your family, memories that um, that will just bring a sense of joy, a sense of peace to your family's hearts. It may be something big. It may be something small, but leave those memories. God bless you. Uh, we hope that you will tune in. Uh- we hope you've been encouraged. If you'd like to hear more, visit sammytippett.org. There you'll hear podcasts, watch daily devotionals, and obtain books by Sammy that will ignite your faith, your love of family, and a passion to reach others.